Today on episode number 410 of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements, we know that SoundCloud is new and shiny. So we're going to compare SoundCloud along with about seven other media hosts to help you figure out not only what's the best media host, but why. Also, I want to point out that there is some of this when I talk about stats. That's a very visual part of this. So if you want to really get the gist of this, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com forward slash 410. This is episode 410, and I've actually got a video where you can see what Blueberry stats look like, what Lipson stats look like, and what SoundCloud stats look like. So I've done my best to kind of not get too visual because – I don't know if you noticed this. This is an audio podcast. But if you want to see it, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com forward slash 410. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so very, 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 very much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, look. This is where we talk about all things podcasting, from planning to recording to promoting, all points in between. I bring along my 20-plus years of technical training, and we flatten out the learning curve. I show you the path to pain-free podcasting. We're going to talk about painful podcasting today from uh, my buddy Neil. And what we're going to be talking about today is right now, there is a whole lot of like, oh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, it's shiny. Look, it's new and shiny. Ooh. It's, no. And I quote, okay, let me, this is a uh, a theme from appendipity.com. Joey uh, K, good guy. He's the guy that made the, the Marin theme, the podcaster theme, appendipity themes, pretty cool themes. And he says, SoundCloud is going to be the next iTunes and Lipson for podcasters. Easy there, big fella. It's growing in popularity amongst the podcast community. Not only does it have massive and highly interactive, a, a massive and highly interactive community for musicians, but it allows, I added that by the way, but it allows you to create beautiful looking players that you can share and embed anywhere on any site on the net. That's the, that's absolutely true. Uh, it's sort of like how YouTube works, but for audio. So there's a lot of like, it's the, you know, it's new and shiny. It's the best thing ever. So I have been working on this for a while and I got this today. Now this has been somewhat edited. This is from Neil and it's a six minute voicemail. And normally I would cut this down a bit. In fact, I've actually cut down a little bit. I'm not against long voicemails unless they're filled with a lot of, uh, you know, I always say, be sure to mention your website. Tell us a little bit about your podcast, a little bit about your podcast. So, uh, but this is going to be fun. And and I've had some conversation with Neil via email. We're going to have a little fun with Neil here, but uh, here we go. And it's going to be hard to do this without sounding um, self-righteous. And uh, when I say I've been podcasting since 2005, I've seen a lot of things come. I've seen a lot of things go. I've tested a lot of things. I am using SoundCloud right now as a test. And I'm going to, because I like to talk about things firsthand. And I will spend the money for this so I can come back and say, look, here's the deal on this. And that's basically what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about what is the deal with SoundCloud. But first, let's start off here with my buddy, Neil. Hey there, David. It's Neil Smith, host of undercountrymusic.com, if you want to find me. Anyway, I wanted to follow up on a call I placed a couple of months ago where I did, um, you know, bring to light a couple of items that you had incorrect about Podomatic. And I'm wait, wait, I was incorrect. Did you just say I was incorrect? And I'm not really going to get back into that too much, except that you claimed you did still had one thing wrong. You claimed well, I, I was what? I was what? That you claimed you did still had one thing wrong. You claimed. I'm like Fonzie. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'll be the first to admit when I miss something, but, uh, uh, yeah. Claim that the free level, you would run out of storage in a week. Well, yes, you would. You would run out of storage. When you look for a media host, you want somebody where you can have an endless back catalog. That is one of my recommendations. Well, I was on there for two years and I never ran out of storage. Yes, you did. And the reason is because I deleted old episodes. That's why you didn't run out of storage. You deleted old episodes. So, yes, 
I wasn't wrong. Just for the record. So, <laughs> so there you go. So there you go. Yeah, I wasn't wrong. Anyway. Again, just for the point. Yes, I know. I'm having fun. Yes, I'm joking. Oh, that's not the best way to do it. Anyway, you were talking about how sites like Podomatic, who is the devil, will hold your RSS feed hostage. Yes. Don't use Podomatic. We'll talk about them today. They get, they didn't even make it through the first round. But you really didn't expand on that and explain how they would do that. Oh, seriously? And I'll admit, I didn't get it at the time because in my mind, I was figuring, okay, well, how's that happen? I just go, I just go pop onto my iTunes account and say, hey, my RSS feed is now over here instead of over there. Ah, here's, here's, this is when I say some of these companies, some of these media hosts will quote, could you put up some air quotes for me? Just, yeah, like the, do you a favor. We're going to do you a favor. And we're going to go back to the same old analogy iTunes is a radio that tunes into stations. The station is your website. So you put things on your website, it changes the website, the changes are shown in iTunes. Just the same way when a DJ changes the record, your radio is tuned into his signal, iTunes is tuned into your website. So when you change, just like when the DJ changes, iTunes, your radio, here's the changes. So the bad bad news is, Potomatic will will say, hey, iTunes, listen to my station that my friend Dave is running or my friend Neil is running. Here's the address to it. And iTunes goes, got it. When you go back and you say, hi, I'm Neil. I want to change my feed. They go, you don't have any feeds here. You're like, what? No, no, I, 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 I'm going through Potomatic. And they go, oh, you need to go get Potomatic to say change the feed, except one thing, Podomatic will not because if they change the feed, they lose your hosting revenue. Hence, they are the devil. Once it came time for me to change the way I did things and expand and grow, and I finally hit a level of listenership where it got to be that time. Congratulations, by the way. And I finally went and started making my own website for the show using WordPress. And Hallelujah, my friend. And the Blueberry Podcasting Solution. It's actually called PowerPress, but uh, yeah, that is a that is one of the solutions I recommend. And it was then that I started to understand... That I wasn't wrong. What you... And also, I've heard Cliff Ravenscraft do a rant about this as well. Uncle Cliff, he and I don't agree on uh, everything, but we would definitely agree on this one, that you have to own your feed. And And by the way, Uncle Cliff is a term of endearment. Uh, Cliff's a great guy. You guys know that if you listen to the show. And I finally started to understand what it was that you guys had been trying to warn me about. And if you have any questions on any of this stuff, folks... Schoolpodcasting.com slash contact. Although I've got to say that neither you nor Cliff explained it very well, or maybe. Excuse me? Maybe I'm just so dense it didn't sink through. So if you don't. Nah, I'm not going to go there. You don't mind. I If you don't mind, I would like to explain to your listeners uh, the parts that weren't really fleshed out. So hopefully I might keep someone else from encountering the hassles that. I have recently encountered. Neil, this is really cool, and I love the fact that you have the heart to help here. Uh, I am going to explain some things here, though, that you need some help on. You need a little clarification. And I would also like to let your listeners know how I structured my migration in hopes that it might also help anyone else who's currently stuck at a host like Problematic. Because, boy, did I get myself a rude awakening. Yes. And this is where I say, again, the fee that you spend at the School of Podcasting helps eliminate these pains. If you hire me as a consultant for 15 minutes, it would pay for, I always ask people, how much would you pay to to have the world's worst headache go away? And we can do it in about seven minutes, probably. All right. First off, once I got my website sort of built, it's not beautiful yet, but it's mine and it's up and it's running. Over. That's the good news there. 
It's you, you started. And that is awesome, Neil. That is that is like two thumbs up. You took the step. And that's one of the things I really wanted to say here. In fact, we're going to pause right here in the middle of Neil's thing because this is a good time to mention this. You guys ready for a fun little story? My stepson is 17. He's an awesome kid. He has a 4.5 GPA. He's a band geek. He plays in the marching band. And he and four, no, he and seven, six other kids, get it straight, Dave, applied to be one of the band presidents. And apparently they have five. And seven people applied. And I think he said there were 160 people in his band. So if we take seven divided by 150, we'll say, that is uh, basically four and a half, 4.6, we'll call it 5%. 5% of the people that are in the band applied to be the president. They put themselves out there to say, hey, I might lose, but I'm going to try. And I told him, because he didn't get it, unfortunately. And a lot of people said, man, you did a great speech. It was awesome. I'm like, you know what you did, though? You tried, and 95% of the other people did not. So I'm really proud that he tried. And here, Neil, you're going into uncharted waters, and you're going to figure it out, man. And that is cool. So kudos. There, There is no try. There is only do. The immortal Yoda, right? There is no try. Over at undercountrymusic.com. Way to plug your site. Well, Blueberry... Um, the the part of their integration in my website wanted a direct link to the MP3 file. Nope, I'm going to stop you here. What they were looking for, because I, I have helped numerous people sign up at Blueberry, and uh, you can actually list your site, not for hosting, you can list your site in the Blueberry directory. They're going to ask you for your RSS feed, not your MP3 file. File for the podcast. Nope. Well... Podomatic doesn't give you that. But they would give you an RSS feed. It's an RSS feed that you can't change. So problem one. So your fi- the file had to get hosted somewhere else that will give me the direct link. So for an interim solution, and I already know you're going to crucify me for this because, you know, you're in bed with Libsyn. And- whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold on. Hold the farm. Hold the farm. You know, you're in bed with Libsyn. And- okay, I don't like the phrase in bed with. And I actually had an email with, with Neil, and I'm like, I was not completely miffed, but I don't like the connotation of that. Typically, when you're in bed with somebody, it means you have, you're, I don't know, you know what I mean. It just, it doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't sound, that's not, that's not a uh, nice way to describe things. Do I have an affiliate relationship with Libsyn? Yes, I also have an affiliate relationship with Blueberry. But if Libsyn was not something that I could say, you know, I use these guys and here's why, and we're going to go over that today. If Libsyn changed their service tomorrow and all of a sudden this and that, I would be saying, hey, you know what? I've used these guys in the past. Right now, I don't think they're the best solution. So, yes, I talk about Libsyn and I talk about Blueberry, but by no means am I promoting them only because I, I promoted them for years before there was an affiliate program. Go back and listen to 2005. I've been using Libsyn for a long time. So just just to straight up, the, the one thing that I try to have in my podcast is integrity. And that's why I go in and I do these things. And that's why uh, Ken Blanchard from Black Man with a Gun said, you are like the consumer reports because I go out and I do. You know, that's the reason why I, I've, and I'm not always successful with this stuff, right? Sometimes I get my, uh, hand slammed in the door because I, I didn't do it right or whatever, but I'm, I'm testing things like that. So just so you guys know, I, I'm not a fanboy. I am a fanboy of whoever does the job that I need for the best value. And I, yeah, I know. I, I'll have to go to Libsyn. I've got an hour show and it's going to cost me 20 bucks a month, but I'll eventually do that. But anyway. And if you do that, use the coupon code SOP free and you'll get a free month. And you can also do that at Blueberry. And we'll explain today why those are my two favorite choices. What I did is I put all my latest episodes onto archive.org. Really? Yeah. And I know you've said things not to do that either before, but you also didn't explain why. Didn't flesh that out. So I've explained archive.org. Number one, it's free. It's free. And the last time I went to the grocery store, I said, they said, that's uh, 1950, Mr. Jackson. And I went and I smiled at them and I'm like, good. 
They didn't take my smile. And again, I've seen Potomatic, not Potomatic, Podango. There's a bunch of them. Mypodcasthost.com. When, when somebody says, "My, I charge nothing for my service, I just simply start the timer and go, well, let's see how long it takes them to figure out that you can't run a business on smiles. So archive.org, I'm not sure who's running that, but I do know this. Their downloads have been proven to be slower. And in the world of podcasting, you know, so it's not the end of the world, but I have explained why. They're slow and they're free. Does that mean you can still use them? Absolutely. The beautiful thing about podcasting is you get to choose. And in some cases, when you make the choice on your own, you end up with a headache. Maybe you'll do that here. But anyway, I did. Thank you very much, Neil. Archive.org does give you the direct link to the file. So I did that. And so now I have a working podcast website with an RSS feed and everything. Congratulations, my friend. Welcome to podcasting the right way, in my opinion. But now I have the... Except for the archive.org thing. The problem of iTunes. Ah, now comes the fun part. And here's what really wasn't explained. You simply cannot go onto iTunes, log into your account, and say to iTunes, Hey, here's my new RSS feed. Nope. You can if it's your feed. I believe they will do that. But what they're going to do is they're going to tell you to put some code into your website. And that's why, one of the reasons why I use the PowerPress plugin, and that's why I recommend people use Lipson and why I recommend people use uh, Blueberry, is you have the ability to put this code that Lipson talks about. Please update. No, that would be too simple and user-friendly, and, well, that's just not the Apple way now, is it? They're Apple. They don't always have to care. No, instead, what iTunes makes you do is grab a piece of XML code that they give you. Don't let the word XML scare you. It's just code. Enter your RSS feed into that code and then go into the XML code of your podcast. Except guess what? Yeah. Who owns your podcast? Not you. And insert this piece of code into it. I mean, really? We haven't evolved past hacking yet? in podcasting oh it's all about the hack at times it's it, you have to hack when of course you don't listen to uncle cliff and cousin dave and brother ray and and uh you know grandmaster daniel we've all kind of been saying this then okay then Ooh, that sounds way too close i told you so and i don't mean to say i told you so even though i just told you so oops then okay, then iTunes will read that code next time it refreshes itself with your podcast. Which is whenever they feel like it. Hopefully 24 hours, but you can't bank on that. And we'll see that your new RSS feed is such and such, and it will update itself. Eventually. Well, the problem there is, you guessed it, problematic doesn't give you access to the XML file of your podcast. Right, because if they did, then you could leave. So I'm royally screwed there. Yes, you are. Okay, so here's what I did. Right. Here is, you know, the best way that I managed to solve this problem. It's what you have to do, and we'll see what you did. You have to run your podcast in two places. One in Podomatic and one on your website. And the one on, and every week you say, hey, if you're listening to this, and you want to continue to get updates, please go to my website and subscribe again in iTunes. And you repeat that for about four weeks, six weeks, and then eventually you put out an episode that is only on Podomatic. And it says, if you're listening to this, I need to let you know this is the last episode. In fact, this isn't even an episode. This is just me saying, go to mywebsite.com and click on the iTunes button and resubscribe. We've moved. Sounds easy. The bad news is a lot of your audience, God bless them, won't do it. Now, the good news is the people that do really like your show. But for the rest of people, for whatever reason, I don't understand it myself. They don't. So that's how you do it. It's the only really choice you have. So let's see what you did. And maybe you'll have a better idea. I'm all ears. But this is how I did it. I went on to Podomatic. 
I changed the artwork for my show and also changed the spelling of my show so that I could then submit the new RSS feed to iTunes and not get flagged for submitting a duplicate show. It wouldn't be a duplicate show. What they're looking, what would be duplicate is if you submit the same RSS feed. And so you wouldn't have had a conflict. I'm sure there are names in there that are the same. So first I had to wait until iTunes took the old RSS feed and showed it with the new changed name and changed artwork so it wouldn't get me for a du- for submitting a duplicate. Trust me, you don't want to get flagged for anything by iTunes because as soon as a monolithic bureaucracy has you tangled, it can be hell to untangle, as I think you found out with your ordeal with Amazon. And- I'm back on Amazon, by the way, just for the record. <laughs> just letting everybody know. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com forward slash equipment, anything you buy there uh, will be, uh, you know, it's um, it will contain affiliate links. How's that? Anyway, I waited until iTunes showed my Podomatic feed with this new altered spelling of the name. And then I submitted the new feed with the correct name. And actually, while you're there, what I would have done is I would have changed the name to Down Country Radio, whatever your your show is. And put, um, you know, expired or something or subscribe on my website. I would put, I put the name something to say, I'm not here anymore. And artwork. And once iTunes accepted that and said, hello, welcome to iTunes and all that stuff. I then put out an episode on problematic, letting everyone know to unsubscribe and then resubscribe. I would do that for about a month, a month and a half to the new or even better go down to the free account and just keep doing it and you know for two months even if you wanted to you can keep doing dual stuff if you want one and i also had to update all the outlets for my show like stitcher and other places isn't it fun and this is where i say moving a podcast is as fun as moving your house i once moved from apartment whatever across the parking lot to that apartment over there because it had another bedroom. And I had to pick up everything I owned and walk about 60 feet. Not a lot of fun. Anyway, there you go. I am sorry to take so long. Um, Love listening to your podcast. Neil, thank you so much. I'm digging the banjo music. Uh, You know, everyone out there, listen to your podcasting coach here. That's probably the best thing you've said all day. And again, I, I, I kind of feel like I know Neil. I'm, I'm playing with him here. And don't be a dummy like me. Well, Neil, I have a prize for you at the end of this. I'm Neil Smith, host of UndercountryMusic.com. UndercountryMusic.com. Stay under, stay country. There we go. Neil, my friend, because you've gone through such a headache, I'm giving you a 30-day pass to the School of Podcasting, simply so you can go in and learn about WordPress. Because I went to your website, and you are correct. It's And these are your words. It's not pretty. And um, so I will uh, give you that so you can get up to speed on that. And you've had enough headaches, my friend. And I appreciate you emailing me uh, that. And um, so there's 20 minutes. One question. But I, I, and I don't want this to be a giant commercial, but can you see where in some cases the school of podcasting can save you huge amounts of pain? I love pain-free podcasting and we are going to be talking about media hosting today. Are you the person in charge of your website? Then come check out the weekly web tools podcast at weeklywebtools.com. Each week we spotlight and review tools We discuss strategies on web design and promotion. We talk a little SEO, all with the intent of enhancing your website. The Weekly Web Tools Podcast. It's the podcast for the do-it-yourself webmaster. Check it out at weeklywebtools.com. All right, today we're going to talk about podcast media hosting. Now, if you already are on Libsyn or Blueberry or whoever, feel free to uh, skip this episode. But if another thing to think about, you may be wondering, well, is this still the best choice? I want to point out one thing here about SoundCloud in particular, because that's what inspired this discussion. Behind me, I have a guitar that I call the Crappacaster. 
because it's a Fender Stratocaster, but it's it cost me I think ninety nine bucks. Right next to it, I have my baby, the uh, Fender Fat Strat Deluxe that cost about nine hundred bucks. And if I plug both those into a amplifier, I'm here to tell you there's not a whole lot of difference in the sound. Yes, the Crapacaster really only has one setting that's usable, but if I use that, it's really not that much of a difference. Why? Because it's not the guitar. It's who's playing it. And likewise, being on SoundCloud, SoundCloud is not going to make you hugely popular. According to their stats, they have 10 million people creating sounds on SoundCloud. I was trying to find stats on how many people visit the site. And I know I've been playing with it for about a month now, and I'm getting mostly single-digit hits. I'm not promoting it. I'm just throwing my stuff over there. And so far, it's not like everybody's just dying for that. In fact, the site was originally intended for musicians. When you upload a file, there is a lot of information in there. That is for musicians. But in 2011, they launched a beta program. 2011. Okay, that's three years ago, January of 2011. Since then, as I've done some research here, they have received, according to Crunchbase, 123 million. And in 2014 of this year, they received 60 million. Now, I could not figure out if the 60 million is included in that 123 million or if they've actually received 183 million. But either way, they received a lot of money. And over three years, their podcasting platform is not out of beta. That's one of the things that I'm kind of like. So they have inspired this talk. And we're going to talk about what do I look for? In a media host. So who are we comparing? Amazon S3, Buzzsprout.com, Podomatic.com. We heard about that. Problematic, as Neil called it. Libsyn.com, Blueberry.com, Podbean.com, Spreaker.com, and SoundCloud.com. My criteria, number one, we've talked about this in the past. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Don't mess with my spot, my file. <laughs> I'm pumped up about this. What I upload is what I want people to download. Don't change my ID3 DAGs. Don't change my format. What I upload is what people download. Number two, give me the ability to have an unlimited back catalog. That means unlimited storage. Don't limit the size of my audience. Means unlimited bandwidth. Number four, do not touch my feed. Don't control it and make it easy to leave if I choose to do so. I need to be able to put in what Neil was talking about, that iTunes redirect. Number five, give me support, whether it's via email or phone would be great. I don't know that anybody gives you phone support, but at least email and make it snappy. I want an answer within 24 hours, not three days. Uh, Here's another one, and people think I'm weird for this. Charge me. Yes, charge me for your service so that you can stay in business. I'm putting all my eggs in your basket. And now I'm I'm not listing here, by the way, I want you to be up. I think that kind of goes without saying. I want you up and I want fast downloads. That's your job, to deliver fast downloads and be reliable. Number seven, give me stats so I can see what's working. It would also be nice if they were accurate. And so on this point, one of the reasons I really like Blueberry and Libsyn is in both cases, those people are out finding advertisers for podcasters. And they actually go through a lot of your data and they remove, they lower your number. They look for duplicate IP addresses and they look for a lot of stuff so that you end up with a lower number. And you're like, why would they do that? Because if they give a higher number to an advertiser and they're like, hey, guess what? This show has you know 10,000 downloads an episode, when in reality you have about six, that advertiser is going to be looking for the results of 10,000 people when in reality they're only getting 6,000. So I trust their numbers. Now, does that mean you have to be selling advertising to have accurate numbers? I don't know, but that's we'll, we'll talk about that as we go along. So that's the one thing I should be saying here. Some of this is fact and some of this is opinion. So I will try to point out the two as we go along. So as we look at that criteria, some of our players are automatically eliminated. Number one, Amazon S3. 
This is a uh, hosting platform on Amazon. There's no stats, and you may start out very cheap, but you get really, really expensive. My last bill when I tested Amazon was over $40 for the month, where we'll talk about Libsyn and Blueberry and all these other ones. $40 is like twice the amount of money that you'll be paying, and the more you podcast, the more expensive it gets. Podomatic, I affectionately refer to them as the devil. And people are like, man, that's a little harsh. And I would just like to quote you the immortal words of Neil Young. I've seen the needle and the damage done. I've helped a lot of people on blog talk radio and some of these other ones. So um, I've seen the needle and the damage done. I'm not even comparing blog talk radio in this by way because because they just suck. We'll leave it at that. Uh, Buzzsprout.com. You're out. I don't even know if I mentioned them up at the top. Yeah, they're in there. You're out. Why? Because you changed my file. You changed the format that it's in. Sorry, we have some lovely party gifts for you. There's the door. Spreaker.com, really cool live streaming service. You mess with my ID3 tags, and there's no way to leave. Now, I'm on Spreaker. I do uh, ask the podcast coach because I use that to get on iHeartRadio. So Spreaker as a platform would not be my main, and that's what we're talking about a lot of times. This would not be my primary source for my podcast. I might use it as an extra distribution point, but I'm not going to make you my star media host. With those people out, who does that leave? SoundCloud.com, Libsyn.com, Blueberry.com, and Podbean.com. So, Neil, here's me again. I hope you guys know I was kidding, right? In some cases, I'm wrong. In some cases, things have changed. Podbean does allow you to put in a redirect code. Now, it's not in your dashboard and you have to search for it. So it's not exactly easy peasy to do it, but you can. So they stay in the game. So let's look at pricing, which is what many people want to look at. Well, here's some interesting information. SoundCloud says you can upload as much as you want. We don't care. Now, in reality, that's a bad business plan because how do you know how much people can upload to where your company is going to be profitable. So if you look at the little asterisks, they say you can upload 30 hours per week. Now, if we go with, we're going to do a little, you know, algebra here. 30 hours is basically 180, if we do the math here, right? 60 minutes times 30 is 1,800 minutes, And if you go with one megabyte per minute, which is more or less accurate for a stereo file, it's even less if you do mono, you're then getting 1.8 gigs per week. Now, they're charging $15, which means it's 0.0021. In other words, if I rounded this up to do two decimal points, it'd be free. If you pay by the year, you're paying $11.25 a month for, again, what would amount to be 7.2 gigs, 1.8 times 4. You end up with .0015625. Now, this is so different that there's a voice in my head that says, Dave, you messed up somewhere in the math of that. Because the closest competitor is at .03, and that is Podbean. Now, the other thing is I tried to have somewhat same pricing here. So SoundCloud is $15 a month for what would amount to 7.2 gigs. Podbean charges 25 for a 1,000, uh, basically a gig. If uh, we go with Libsyn, it's $200 for 400 megs. And that's the plan I typically recommend to people. And Blueberry is $20 for 250 megs. So if we look at the pricing of that, if we go with the $15 for SoundCloud, it's 0.0021 cents per megabyte. Sound, or Podbean is 0.03. Libsyn is at 0.05. And Blueberry is the most expensive at 0.08. Now, we'll talk about their differences and changes and why some are more expensive than other. But to me, SoundCloud is so much less expensive that I want to go, I'm missing something here, 
But also, when I first saw that, that you could upload as much as you want, that's just a bad business model because you could have people abuse the system and you're going to end up losing money. Now, if you're asking yourself, well, how much hosting do I need? Again, go with the one meg per minute kind of basis. And so if you do an hour-long show uh, once a week, that's uh, four hours, that's 240 minutes, you need 240 megabytes. So a $20 plan at Blueberry would just give you enough space and the $20 plan at Libsyn would give you more than enough space, but not extremely wasteful. You're not paying for a ton of stuff that you don't need. Pricing, well, in that case, goes to SoundCloud. Now we're going to talk about their financial situation here in a bit, but SoundCloud followed by Podbean, followed by Libsyn, followed by Blueberry. Again, I'm not looking at free hosting here. Why? Because when you tell me that you're not charging anything for your business, I just simply start the clock and go, well, let's see how long it takes you to go out of business. In terms of players, now this is one thing where the SoundCloud player is really the coolest thing on the planet, although it doesn't do one thing. And one of the things it does do that's really cool is it allows you to A, share it anywhere, put it on any website, and... And this would be cool. I can go in behind the scenes and put a link to something and it will put a button on my player. So I often have, uh, I put uh, my old More Podcast Money podcast on SoundCloud as a test. And I am now have a button right there that says buy the book and it takes them right to Amazon. So you can put a buy button on your player. You could put a donate button, right? Right on your player. That's pretty cool. The... PowerPress plugin from Blueberry, which again ties in with WordPress, is uh, one of my faves. And you can use this even if you're using Libsyn and even if you're using SoundCloud. It, what it does, it gives you the, bit, the ability to stream, to play in a new window, or you can download it. Now, the SoundCloud player you can share it everywhere and you can put downloads or not. It does not play in a new window. And I like that feature because a lot of people listen to podcasts at work. And if they're listening on your website and then somebody says, hey, you need to go over and check out, you know, the uh, expense reports on the internet. Boom, they've just lost your website. But if they say, listen in a new window, your file is playing kind of behind the scenes and they can go to whatever website they want. That's why I like that play in new window. Now, can Libsyn do this? Yes, they're all... Uh, available to be seen on an iPad, basically a, an HTML5 player. So they're available to be seen on smartphones. But Libsyn's player can do streaming. It can do a download, and you have to tweak it to play in a new window. So it does all those, but because you have to tweak it, Libsyn is not my favorite player. It's not a horrible player. Just compared to the other two, eh, not my favorite. So even if you're not using Blueberry hosting, that's why I recommend the PowerPress player. So for me, the other thing that I, why I'm not putting SoundCloud players on my websites as I do this test, if you have a lot of plays on SoundCloud, the only way you're going to see those stats is to log into SoundCloud, and then you've got to log into Libsyn or Blueberry or for you know Podbean, whoever you're using, but they're not integrated with other players in the system. Now, do I get that? Yeah, because you can't see Blueberry. Well, you can't see Blueberry stats in Libsyn and vice versa because you're not going to use them both. So it's not really a knock. I just wish there was a way that we could do that. But I understand why they're not because in the like I said, I can't see Blueberry stats in Libsyn. So why would you let your competition tap into your back end? To me, I like the PowerPress plugin and you can use that with any host. But if I had to compare them all, of the three, yeah, SoundCloud's player is new and shiny and pretty cool and very, very shareable. So like the guy said, it, it makes it a little easier to go viral. Now, with, again, the PowerPress plugin, you can enable it to have an embed code. So you can have it right there so where people could click on it and they could put it on their website. Now, I don't know if they, that would work in Facebook, but it is you do have an embeddable option with the PowerPress plugin. All right, let's move on to stats. Stats. Now, Blueberry and Lipson stats are very similar. 
with a ever so slight, so for everyone who says I'm in bed with Libsyn, ever so slight edge to Blueberry for being just a little more user-friendly. Now, Libsyn actually gives you more information. I could not find details about what cities people were listening in, and I could get that from Libsyn. And I think Blueberry provided things on the platform. There There were two fields that weren't in each one. Now, SoundCloud does give you some of this information, but not the platform. Like both Blueberry and Libsyn, I can see how many people are listening on an iPhone. I can see if they're on an Android. I can see if they're on Windows. That all comes from Blueberry, blah, 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 Blueberry and Libsyn, not in SoundCloud. Now, you can see cities and nations. And the one thing that you can get from SoundCloud that you can't get from Blueberry and Libsyn is people have a SoundCloud account now, typically, these are people that are making uh, content, and I can see those people who are playing it, which, again, leads to names, not numbers, which is one of my mantras for this year. So that's a little different. So if I had to say who's got the, you know, who's my favorite in stats, again, we're talking like photo finish, blueberry stats, just a little prettier. Uh, both those all also, by the way, blueberry and Lipson exportable. You can export them to Excel or whatever you want and just crunch the crap out of your numbers if you want to. Uh, Blueberry does offer free stats if you want to check them out uh, that shows uh, downloads and a few more items. Uh, Libsyn has a a kind of slimmed down version of stats that you can get for adding $2 to like a $5 plan. If you want to just start out with Libsyn, you can do that. Their $20 a month plan gives you all the Super Jumbo Deluxe stats. And again, both those, I would call that a photo finish, but just barely. SoundCloud has basic stats with some geographic location, and I'm going to have a video out at the website. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com forward slash 410, and you can actually see these, and I've got a video for that. Now, when it comes to Podbean, Podbean stats are pitiful. If you're doing the $8 a month plan, pitiful. You can only see download links and you can only see one episode at a time. When you log into Blueberry or Libsyn, you can see your last few episodes and you can see what the downloads are at a glance. With Podbean, I have to go in and say, well, let's see what two weeks ago looked like and then pick something. Okay, let's see what three weeks and you, it's, it's horrible and it's download only. Now, you're like, okay, but if I want this geographic location, if I want some of this other information, Because let's say I'm a touring band. Let's say I'm a comedian and I want to know where my audience is coming from because I might try to book a gig there or maybe I want to have a product and I need to make sure it's available in China because they're my second highest nation. This is good information to know. If you want that from Podbean, have fun shelling out. You're ready for this? $79 a month. And because of that, if we're going to compare apples to oranges here, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Apples to apples, where Blueberry and Libsyn and SoundCloud give you some geographic. So SoundCloud barely gets in here because they give you a little geographic location. You're going to miss out on how people are consuming it. That you can get from Blueberry and Libsyn. You can get where from SoundCloud. So you're barely in the game here. Podbean, I'm not putting out 80 bucks a month. Sorry, we have some lovely parting gifts for you. If you just want download links... Yeah, but have fun. Instead of making great content, you're going to spend a lot of time. It's going to take more time to obsess over your stats with Podbean and ick. So stats, again, for me, Blueberry and Lipson, great. Now let's talk about what makes these unique. Is there anything that one system can do that the other one can't? Well, I've already mentioned SoundCloud's player is really their crowning jewel. It's one of the great things on it. makes it super easy to share. It works everywhere uh, on the, the internet. And like I said, you can add a button. They also have the ability to make things private, which means that now it's kind of private, meaning it won't be on your front page of SoundCloud. And I could then post that. Like for me, I do a, uh, a weight loss podcast and I have a private group called The Logical Losers at LogicalLosers.com. And I record a a phone call every week and I upload that to my SoundCloud account and I then uh, put that in a post in my membership site. Now, does that stop those people from sharing it with their friends? No, 
but it is somewhat private. So that's one thing they can do a little differently. With Blueberry, here's their key. The key to Blueberry is easy publishing. Once your file is done, you can enter your show notes, better known as a blog post. And when you upload the file, it's going to take the title of your blog post and add it to these things called ID3 tags. And I've always used the analogy of, you know how you can tell what's going on with a tree by looking at the inside? ID3 tags are kind of the rings of an MP3. If you listen to an MP3 file on like a Windows Media Player, the album art that shows up and the title and the author, all that is inside the MP3 file. And when you upload to Blueberry, you can turn on a feature where it will take all the information from your blog post and put it into your MP3 file, thus eliminating that step. You can do all this as well uh, from within WordPress. You don't have to log into Blueberry to do any of this stuff. It's all more or less automated there. So again, ease of use here. And that's why they're a little more expensive in my book. They will also get you on the following distribution points. A Roku TV box, a Boxy TV box, a Google TV, Android, Lookie TV, smart, uh, Samsung Smart TV, and, and the ever-popular and more. So those are some of the unique things about Blueberry. Now, Libsyn has a somewhat similar feature. They call it the, uh, I call it the quick publish feature. And what this is, is you would add your ID3 tags yourself. And there's all sorts of free software to help you do that. You can actually use iTunes to do that. And then you upload the file via a software called FTP. If we want to get our geek on, it's file transfer protocol. But you upload it to a specific folder on your Libsyn account. And the information that you put into the MP3 is actually then turned into a post. And that post on your Libsyn account can then be copied into your WordPress site. So in theory, what I just said is you can add ID3 tags to your file upload it to your Libsyn account, and it would show up on your website. But wait, there's more. So it can be pushed to your WordPress site. It can be pushed to a Facebook page, a Tumblr account, a blogger.com account, a LinkedIn account, YouTube, and uh, Twitter. Now, do I have to do the FTP thing to have it go to all those sites? No. You can just upload. You can log into your Libsyn account, upload the file, type in a little title for the that. And I will say this. I follow Rob Walsh who is the vice president of podcaster relations at Libsyn. I follow his advice and I upload my file as an episode. I know other podcast consultants say use the file for download only. No, I go with the guy from Libsyn on this and I upload it as an episode. I put in a little title there. That's typically the same title as my blog post. I usually put in a little paragraph and point people back to my website because that's where I want them to go. So, that's how I use Libsyn. And then if when I hit publish, it will go out to Facebook and Tumblr and LinkedIn and YouTube. And if you have a, a $20 month plan or higher, this again is unique to Libsyn. You can get a smartphone app for your podcast, and here's the kicker, for free. Now, if you look into getting a smartphone app created, they are not cheap. We're talking thousands of dollars. If you can find one for hundreds, let me know. But it's a lot of money. And what's great about this is you get the app for free. And then if you want, you can charge people for this. Like you can get my app for $1.99 if you go to schoolpodcasting.com forward slash app. Now, if you want to give away your app, you can get what's called an Apple developer's license. And I think I'm going to do this later on this year. It's like $99 a year. You have to get a Google for their uh, for the Android side. I think theirs is $25 a year. And then you need to pay Lipson an additional $10 a month because they're going to be handling the, the customer service on your app. Again, this is something that's very unique to Libsyn. They also offer the ability to sell your back catalog. So top podcasters like Mark Marin and Adam Carolla, uh, you can actually use, they use this feature. They give like 50 away for free. And then if you want the back catalog, then you have to uh, pay for that. Now, for the record, Podbean does have that for their $18 a month plan, but you can only have 100 members for that. So, again, a little off the mark there with that. Now, the one other thing that's unique to Podbean, and again, for the record, I, I count them out of the game at this because of their stats. If you do go for the $79 a month, you can manage a mailing list through Podbean. Now, for me, I'm like, why not save your money, go with Libsyn or Blueberry, for $20 a month, and then spend another $20 a month for AWeber. 
and handle your email list through them, you'll be putting out $40 a month instead of 80 So again, Podbean, thank you. We have some lovely parting gifts for you. Now, I do want to say some things here as I research. Some things that are just, for lack of a better phrase, fishy about Podbean and SoundCloud. Number one, I will say this. Things have changed with Podbean because it used to be their support was horrible. And I actually sent them an email and they emailed me back. So I was like, wow, I'm really surprised to get an email from you guys. Okay, that's a little different. But there's other things that have been weird. Back in, I believe it was 2009, I tried to get Podbean on this show. And I could not get someone to, A, uh, return my, my email, and B, I couldn't figure out where they were. And picture this. What if you said, hey, Dave, I have a pod, I, I'm, I'm doing a podcast and the people that are my listeners, they're looking for more publicity and they might actually want to start a podcast. Would you be interested in coming on my show? You know I'd be there in two seconds. That's my target audience. And so I went to Podbean and said, hey, I have a, a, a group of people who are probably going to start a podcast and they might use your service. Would you like to come on my show? And they went, no, it's all right. And that's what I've always been like, wow, that's weird. Here's the other thing that I, again, I'm not saying this is wrong. It's just fishy. When you go to SoundCloud, you can see they're located in Germany, in London, and they have a contact in the U.S. If you go to Blueberry, now this one's a little extra step. If you go to Blueberry, you have to go to their parent company, Raw Voice. And what's interesting is Raw Voice has a phone number. So you can see, again, direct contact to that. And then if you go to Lipson, you can see they're located in Pittsburgh. So I can see where they're at. And then what's really weird is I thought, well, maybe there's something weird with Podbean. They're in Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware, at 501 Silverside Road, Suite 105. Their phone number is 514-969-1917. Why would you not put that on your website? And the only thing I can think of is if you don't want people to know where you are, does that mean you don't want to be contacted? And that's the other thing that I think is a little fishy about Podbean in SoundCloud is when I talk about Libsyn and Blueberry, these are companies started by podcasters for podcasters. And I know these people and you probably know them by name, Todd, Mike, and Angelo from Blueberry. And then you've got Rob, Elsie, and Crystal from SoundCloud. There are all these communities. There are all these conventions. I've never seen a Podbean person at a new media expo ever. I've seen an, an Apple person there. I met one last year, never seen a Podbean, never seen a SoundCloud. I like to do business with people I know. And it's just, to me, fishy. Am I saying it's wrong? No, I just think it's a weird business practice. Now, SoundCloud has been around since 2008. According to their website, 5 million official SoundCloud apps have been downloaded not sure exactly what that means. I'll have to check and see if they, I'm assuming they have some sort of app to listen to SoundCloud stuff on your phone. And in 2012, they celebrated 10 million sound creators on their website. And again, that doesn't mean listeners. It means people making sounds. And according to Crunchbase, again, they've received 123 million. I said that this is the beginning and 60 million. So they've had a lot of money but yet their their podcasting is in beta. You have to request that. So why, if you have all this money, are you throttling your podcast area? Why isn't it open to the public? Why do you have to request that after three years? Now, am I saying this is wrong? I'm just saying it's fishy. Three years in beta? And the other thing about the SoundCloud interface is, and it's interesting to see, how Libsyn did it because Libsyn just came out with their fourth version of their back end and they let you kick the tires on it. But as you did that, they would say, look, stay in Libsyn three. Everything works in Libsyn three. If you want to see what it's going to look like, you can go into Libsyn four, but it is limited. SoundCloud, when you log in, they take you to the newest version of SoundCloud. However, when you go to other different functions, like to get the exact link to the MP3 file, you have to switch to the old version of SoundCloud. And I'm here to tell you that is beyond frustrating at this point 
because I have to figure out which hat do I have on to do what I'm doing. So right now their interface is officially clunky. Parts of it are cool if you're not a podcaster. If you're using the, the beta podcasting system, you've got to switch hats a lot. And it's not easy to remember where you have to go because you're not really learning one system. You're learning two. You have to learn the old system and the new system because you're going to use the old system to get the direct link to the MP3 file. And then the rest of the stuff, you'll probably be using the new system. And to me, again, it's been in beta for three years. How long does it take to get your act together and throw it out to the public? Now, the other thing, again, and this almost I wasn't going to mention, but Twitter almost just bought SoundCloud. And they didn't. Why not is what I want to know. And the other thing I need to say about SoundCloud, and I, I believe I mentioned this earlier, it was originally designed for, and if you go there, you will see it is predominantly music related. And if you go there as well, and this is one of the things Again, now this is just my opinion that has me worried about SoundCloud. Now, they have all sorts of things about making sure that if you upload stuff, you have the rights to upload that stuff. And that by checking this box, you're saying, I have the rights to upload this stuff. That's fine, except out of those 10 million users, apparently a lot of them can't read because there is a lot of music on there that is not licensed. Now, here's the thing. Again, I've been around since 2005. I remember the days of mp3.com. Now, if you don't remember that, let me tell you a little story. This was a hugely popular website. There were people making a living with their music on mp3.com. And they were selling their music. It was great. And then people started uploading unlicensed music. So they're uploading whatever, Britney Spears and Warrant. This is back in the 80s. uh, Bon Jovi. Everybody's putting their favorite music on this. And then the record labels went, hey, that's not right. And when the RIAA gets involved, it's not pretty. And to make a long story short, they have been sued, lost, sold, sold, and sold. I believe they've been sold three times to where it's nothing. I think it's owned by CNET at this point. And at the time, mp3.com was too big to fail. I always tell people, Facebook in 10 years, I'm pretty sure is going to be crap. Like, it'll be like MySpace. And people are like, are you kidding me? It's it's bigger than a country. Okay, I've heard that before. It was called mp3.com. And so my worry here is that what if one person just keeps putting unlicensed music on their account enough to draw the attention of, you know, the RIAA, and then they go in and see how many people are doing this. It's one thing if it's one person. SoundCloud can cancel your account. And I guess that could happen on anybody's hosting. I'm just saying it seems rampant. And on SoundCloud, you can easily see everybody's stuff unless they've marked it private. So that, again, has me worried about having SoundCloud as my primary source. So what is my thought? On SoundCloud. Well, I'm going to keep my account. I'm not going to use them as my primary media host. And I'm going to monitor it and see how many downloads I get. It is cool that I can put the player on Google Plus and Facebook. So I've been playing with that. But I would say they're close. Again, they meet all my criteria. When I saw that they had a redirect link, I went, okay, it's time to go back and look at these guys. And if you're not really interested in super, super cool stats and you will swap those out for a cool player, mm, okay, I I am worried about their finances, the fact that they've gotten millions of dollars and their things are still in beta and for whatever reason, Twitter didn't buy them and the fact that they have no presence in our community. Those are the things that I'm like, mm, not quite ready for prime time. And I know you might say, but Dave, Pat Flynn uses them. My mother had a saying, if Johnny Johnson jumps off the you know, bridge, are you going to do the same thing? And so, again, not for me. I will use them as a distribution point, and you can sign up for free if you'd like. Now, keep in mind about free hosting. 
And we're going to use the analogy of a drug dealer. The first shot of heroin is probably free, but the next one will cost you. And so sites like Podomatic, like Blog Talk Radio, like there's a ton out there. And I've done posts before on free hosting. Watch out because they'll get you with a free and then they hijack you, just like Neil was talking about here. So be careful with that. So my two hosts still are the ones that I will wholeheartedly say, you can bank on these. You can make these your, this will be the backbone of your podcast and you will never regret it, is Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com and Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. And with either one of those, you can use the coupon code SOP free and you can get a free month. After that, I'm not a fan of Podbean. I'm just not. They're just, they're okay. They're cheap, but their stats are just so par. Just forget it. And then I would say, I don't know that I would recommend somebody to use SoundCloud as their primary host. That That's just my opinion. There's just, for those of you, I'm not a comic book geek, but my spider senses are tingling about that one. And I haven't, I need more information. I don't, because there's no presence, there's nobody to trust. There's nobody really earning my trust here that I can say, well, according to Nikki, you know, and she's telling, they need a podcast is what they need. (laughs) So hire me, SoundCloud. I'll do your podcast. So that's my thoughts on media hosting. And I hope you are uh, informed. And I hope you understand now things about hijacking your feed. Neil, again, completely playing with you at the beginning. I hope I didn't sound like a complete idiot because, I, I like I said, I might be wrong with that pricing. I, I did it and redid it. I'm like, no, I think that's right. How many megabytes in a gig? Yep, that, that's that, okay. If you have any questions, I want to say I am holding a seminar on ordering podcast equipment. So in the same way that you can shoot yourself in the foot by not knowing what you're doing with media hosting, you can buy a lot of equipment that you're never, ever going to need. And June 7th, if you go to howtopodcast.com, the next live coaching session is going to be about choosing the right equipment for you. So we're going to talk about your podcast. We're going to talk about what you want to do, where you want to go, how you're going to record it. And I'm going to say, here's what I would recommend. So if you're interested in that, check it out, howtopodcast.com. And also want to do a couple quick shout outs. If you are on the other side of the pond, go and hang out with two of my favorite people on the planet. They're awesome. Mike and Isabella Russell from uh, Music Radio Creative. Go to ukpodcasters.com. There's a meetup coming in August. So while a lot of us will be meeting in Texas for the podcast movement, and I've got links to that, an affiliate link to that, if you're going to that in August here in the States. But if you're in the UK, it's awesome. I'm, I'm, you go to ukpodcasters.com, and I'm seeing some – it's like watching my family grow up on uh, Facebook. I'm seeing all these shots. I'm like, look, there's Ben Adam Smith, and, and there's my buddy Kevin, and everybody else. It's really, really cool. So if you're in the U.K. and you can afford a trip because, man, it's not cheap to get across the pond, network with your other friends over there. Go over to ukpodcasters.com. Become part of that community. And uh, Mike and Isabella and uh, John Bascal, who are from uh, Jontis Media, who we uh, interviewed a couple weeks ago, he's going to be one of the speakers there. Check that out over at ukpodcasters.com. And uh, that's going to do it for this episode. And I would love your feedback if you have any kind of information on your media host or if you have any questions. Like Neil said, sometimes we didn't explain it right. Well, the great thing about having a podcast coach, if you buy a book on podcasting, and you ask it a question, it's going to give you the same answer. If you listen to this episode and you have a question, you go back and play it, it's going to give you kind of the same information. When you have a podcast coach, and I explain to you that ID3 tags are like the rings of a tree, and you're like, Dave, that doesn't make a bit of sense to me. I can say, hold on a second, let's get online, and let me share my screen. I'll show you exactly how this works. If you can't afford a personal podcast coach, can't do the consulting thing, sign up at the school of podcasting.com, the home of pain-free podcasting. We've got step-by-step tutorials that will walk you through the entire process, as well as there are some videos there to, so you can see exactly how to use Blueberry, exactly how to use Libsyn. There are tu- tutorials on that, and uh, it's uh, a great way to be, and you come for the education and you stay for the community. And if you're interested in signing up, use the coupon code at theschoolpodcasting.com. 
It's SOP free. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com, click on the Join Now button, and use the coupon code LISTENER. Now, if you don't have a website, send me an email with the words Quick Start in the title, and uh, we can actually get you into the School of Podcasting for free, and I'll explain more when you email me about that. And Neil, again, thanks, buddy. I was having fun with you, and I think you know that. We kind of did this via email beforehand, and uh, I will be sending you your login information and uh, password, and uh, your headaches, my friend, are over. So thanks so much for tuning in. In the future, we will be talking about, is your podcast in alignment with your goals? Sounds kind of like a, well, duh. You'd be surprised sometimes if you think about it. So we'll be talking about that. We've also got, keep sending your questions in. Also, we're kind of getting low on the because of my podcast stories. So feel free to send those in. And uh, we will see you next week with another episode of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements. Until then, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless.